Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Steve, 10 in the morning here on KNSS at 810 on this Monday morning. President's Day special guest in the studio with us this morning, United States Senator Dr. Roger Marshall. Good morning, sir. Steve, good morning. What a great day. I had to come in to make sure that you hadn't been replaced by artificial intelligence. It's great to see you here in person. Glad yeah. to be with you. How about that re- weather report, too? Mm. I think I could take my dad crappie fishing this week with a crappie. little luck. Okay. Now, our, our, uh, you know, we're not our artificial in our intelligence. We're just plain stupid. There's no doubt about it. Well, listen, I know you're back in town because it's President's Day and you need to go buy some sheets someplace or something. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What 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 are you? Do you I know you're stopping. At, uh, I think you're making a speech today, are you not? Well, we got several stops today. We're going to start off with uh, Wichita's new mayor, Mayor Wu, sit down with her and, and uh, discuss her priorities and where we can put wind underneath her cell. Uh, we're going to have human trafficking roundtable. Believe it or not, human trafficking is really on the rise. Uh, and Kansas sets at the at these intersection of interstates, much like the drug trafficking, the human trafficking follows those same routes. So we'll be doing uh, some of that. And then I'm going to get to meet uh, the, the Lady Shockers basketball team today as well. They got quite a team. So I love basketball and want to celebrate with them for a second. Maybe I'll get a challenge them to a to a game of horse. There you go. We just talked to Mayor Wu uh, about 45 minutes ago. And she's just she she keeps saying the same thing. This homeless situation okay. is what we're focusing on here in Wichita, and uh, it's a tough one. Uh, getting people out uh, back into the th- you know back on the, out of the streets and back into life again. Yeah, Stephen, I got to say with the with the homeless situation, we sat down months ago and did some roundtables here, and I would say this Wichita community is doing a better job than anybody else, at least as good at you know approaching it from a multi prong approach. The the police officers so involved helping out, uh, as well as so many uh, NGOs, nonprofits that are helping as well. So very proud of what Wichita is doing to address those challenges. Well, and we've. We've, uh, one of the problems that we've had also is uh, the fact that we, we put all our mental patients in the jail, and we've got some of that. We think we're going to have some of that solved with this new, and this is a state deal, not a federal deal, but a new state uh, uh, psych hospital we're putting in here in a couple of years. Right. So we've had, certainly had an explosion of mental health issues and substance abuse issues as well. Um, through, through, for a lot of reasons, we're trying to address it. We've thrown billions of dollars at it from the federal level. But as you just mentioned, it, these problems get solved at the local level. Those closest to the problem know how to solve it the best. You look at the, what happened in Kansas City the other day. And again, uh, people have all oh, gun violence, gun violence. But it doesn't seem like this society is ready to do anything meaningful about that. And I'm giving an opinion here. 
if you're going to go for uh, mental conditions, you got to go, and it's going to cost some money. Yeah, just yeah. to treat people. Yeah, it certainly is a challenge. But you know, to your point, though, I think that we we now live in this lawless society. It's President's Day. I'm thinking of President John Adams said the Constitution is written for a moral and religious society, uh, and that goes with our laws. Uh, we have an open border. We defund the police. We have cashless bells. We allow this, uh, what's it called, smash and grab, uh, jewelry stores and other stores to occur. We need to go back to the basics here, become a, a society that respects law and order. All right. Uh, so uh, we're talking about, uh, what are we talking about here? We got homeless, talking about the border there for a little bit. What else is on the agenda? I, just, I saw the wheat starting to come up. Uh, in the area. That's, that's good. You know, it is. Um, we've had a two-year drought, and most of the state is out of the drought. We get around quite a bit, so it does, we do see a good wheat crop. But what we have in front of us in D.C. is the farm bill. The farm bill. The farm yeah, bill. Yeah. We should talk about that. We want to put farm back in the farm bill. The nutrition programs continue to grow in the farm bill. They went from $60 billion a year to $180 billion a year over the past five years. Our farmers' input costs have gone up, interest rates, diesel fuel, fertilizer. So we want to put farm back in the farm bill. We want some more funding to help with crop insurance, which is the backbone of the farm bill. So we're at a little bit of a standstill with my friends across the aisle. They've, they've tripled their nutrition budget, but they haven't helped our farmer any. So let's put farm back in the farm bill. So what about the uh, funding for foreign aid? I mean, never. I don't think that's ever really popular with Americans, but... Uh, it's, I guess it's necessary. Talking about Ukraine, and they're down to their last bullet, supposedly, and uh, what's going on there. And yet we're trying to tie that in. I mean, layman's going to look at you and say, well, okay, can you can do Ukraine and Israel or whatever. And then you can go over here. Can't you do the border separate and do at the same time? Apparently would, it's impossible. Well, I would love to. Uh, <laughs> would have loved to. We actually put standalone Israel funding on the Senate floor four times. We got voted down by the Democrats. Would do, love to do a standalone border security bill. You know, a couple points. Number one is you've never heard Joe Biden say, I want to secure the border. His goal has always been to have more people come across the border. And matter of fact, he's allowed 10 million people to cross the border illegally. You know, as far as Ukraine goes, we've already sent them $113 billion. We have 100,000 American troops in the European theater right now. It's time for Europe to step up. It's time for them to put on their big boy pants and to do what they need to do as well. We need to take care of what's going on here at home first. And by the way, we could double down on our sanctions against Russia. I think we've only implemented about half of what we could do. And then lastly, we're making Putin rich. By Joe Biden's policy shutting down American energy, he's increased the, the price of natural gas. It's at least doubled, uh, and that enriches uh, Putin. They're basically a gas station fueling all of Europe and Asia. I asked my son about this because he knows, frankly, he knows more about Ukraine than most people because he lived there and it was part of his military service. And he said, I said, why doesn't somebody, I, I probably shouldn't say this, why doesn't some one of those generals over there in Russia, why don't they do the right thing by Putin and put him out of his misery and take him out of office. He says, because they all own villas because he paid for them. Yeah, They're well, all in his pocket. So that is just a co corrupt society, top to bottom. Yeah, it, it absolutely is that Putin is a thug. He's a, an evil dictator, a murderer. All those things are true. Um, we've stood beside our, our countries in Europe, our NATO countries, uh, for 70 years. We've led the charge over there. 
Uh, again, I just keep coming back to let's secure our own border. Let's take care of our own home first. Uh, we've helped them to the tune of $113 billion. Uh, we need the folks in Europe to step up and do their job as well. All right. And your favorite president, uh, Villard Fillmore, was it? <laughs> Wasn't familiar with him, Steve. But how about President Eisenhower, 34th president of the United States? Uh, my goodness, I go back and think my dad was in his um, his funeral service, took took our, our trained police dog. And, and I ever since then, I've followed him and became a little bit more of a historian. He gave us uh, NASA. He gave us the education department. He did interstate highway systems, the first uh, civil um the first civil legislation as well. So quite quite a president right here from our own home state. I think if you just look at the highway system, other than nothing else, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's, it's like Lincoln and his railroad. There you go. There there you go. All right. Well, listen, have a good President's Day, and thank you for stopping by this morning. Uh, we appreciate it. U.S. Senator Dr. Roger Marshall with us this morning, and uh, Steve at 10 in the morning. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.